Atomic Joints Activated. We're back once again. It's early morning. It's the pawn shop. I'm Howard, a goblin stomper at the Goblin Stompcast or goblinstomper.blogspot.com. So, uh, just going to do a short one uh, today. A little touchy basey. Uh, I have a couple of voicemails from Colin over at the Spike Pit. And as always, loving that podcast, Colin. He had called in with. Uh, some thoughts, some more thoughts on uh, racism in the game and uh, with regard specifically to the accents that I had spoken of previously. And I'm not sure. He had sent me a number of voicemails. And Colin, please forgive me. I don't know if I published the initial two and then didn't publish. I'm not sure. But there, the two last voicemails you sent me are funny, and I'm going to publish them now. And so let's take a listen to what Colin has to say about racism and about accents. Take it away, Colin. Hey, Howard, how you doing, man? Colin Green, Spike Pit, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know what the fuss is about accents. Um, I can't see how anybody can call call it racist to do an accent, especially when my understanding of an accent is... It's about where you're from and influences on your speech patterns from where you've grown up and the people you've been surrounded by. You could be uh, a black African or African descent grown up in Glasgow and have a Glaswegian accent and uh, you're not necessarily going to talk like somebody that's just wandered off of the, the plains of Africa, you know, so... It's got nothing to do with race as I see it, and I don't know what the the fuss and the arguments about. I'm I'm going along with you on this one, mate. Anyway, take it easy. So yeah, carrying on what I was saying. Um, so no racism was intended, or is intended, and um, I think it, you know, actually trying to be more inclusive, but you can't help thinking that some. Somewhere someone's going to have something to say that you're not being politically correct. I mean, I can I can almost hear the nonsense now, you know, some sort of firestorm blowing up. Um, and it's a bit like the accents, isn't it? It is, it is ridiculous, really, that I'm even having to think about this. And I guess I'm not having to think about it. I just am, because, you know, you try and be a sort of a decent guy and everything. But... Um, yeah, it's not cool, but I think it's I think it works well. You got every every sort of sh- every shade is kind of uh, encompassed and all on an even footing. One to four. Thanks, Colin, for those couple of voice messages regarding race. I think the table's awesome. Definitely going to try to build something like that into my own game as I'm maybe creating the world uh, in my virtual tabletop. Maybe I can just keep popping on to. Uh, built-in table and access that for which folks are inhabiting which areas so 
absolutely a great idea. Yeah, a lot of controversy over race, obviously a topic that is inflammatory, can be problematic, maybe, I don't know, not best avoided at my table, but maybe for, for many people best avoided. All right, so that ends the voicemail segment of this podcast. If you have not already listened to the previous podcast where Darren and I have a dialogue, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. I just would like to say, I hope Darren is listening to this, that I had an awesome time. Uh, I heard from him. He also had an awesome time. And I think that we're going to be doing this on a regular basis. I know it's a little bit of a longer podcast than the normal one, so it takes a bit more dedication. But I have to say... Uh, I felt like the content was a little more interesting than me just monologuing or us back and forthing here on Anchor with regard to a particular uh, short podcast with, you know, a little bit of information or some question asking. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think that there's a nice balance to be had here, and I'm excited to try to find that balance. So moving forward, I think uh, we'll try to do like a midweek podcast, which will be great. Okay. What else should we talk about today? Well, I did uh, I did post a tweet last night that got some little bit of attention. Not crazy. Didn't blow up. But I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. I'm going to paraphrase it here, where obviously you can go back and read the actual tweet on the Goblin Stomper, you know, Twitter thing, feed. Uh, it's early. Not a lot of coffee. Pre-pawn shop mode. Okay. So... Uh, the To paraphrase the tweet, it went something like, in my OSR game, the things that look like they can kill you and are monsters can definitely kill you. The things that look sweet and cute and cuddly will not only kill you, they will lay eggs in you and their babies will eat you and maybe your face. Something like that. Which is true. Absolutely is true. And I posted a, a picture below of the... Uh, of the wolf in sheep's clothing from the monster manual stats and all. So, uh, I love that monster for so many reasons. I love that monster because it has a giant, uh, vertical mouth down the center of the tree stump that in, you know, I think is undeniably symbolic of something much more crazy in that artist's head. I think we all know where I'm headed with that. I'm not going to go any deeper, but (laughs) it is crazy. And I love that. Um, You know, it's clearly like some frustrated artist. I don't know. He was having a problem that week. Let's just say he's having a problem at home that week. (laughs) But it's a great monster nonetheless. And I love monsters that, that draw you in with something sweet and cuddly, or even in the case of the rabbit, like you're hunting or whatever, and you're looking for food, and the DM puts that before you. A monster that I've used any number of times is the, I think it's the Lucrota, or I forget, I can never pronounce it, but um, the the one that cries like a baby, and then, you know, it too wants to eat your face. So uh, any group that I have not played with frequently, or that is new to my table, they get that creature pretty quickly, because they don't know what's in my bag of tricks and, and stuff like that. The bag of tricks is completely, it's it's a bag of holding. Now, I've had to move all my tricks into a bag of holding because it's a regular bag. A regular sack will not carry this much fun, honestly. Uh, I mean, it's an OSR game. You better have a 10-foot pole, and each and every chest you go near needs to be wrapped soundly upon the head with that 10-foot pole. Mimics are everywhere, right? I mean, that's the thing. Uh, there are a million ways to bait that hook, and, and nature 
and crazy wizards have figured out a way to bait that hook time and time again. What is your favorite way to bait that hook? You know, how do you draw the players into What is your favorite monster that encapsulates the best of trapping the players with, you know, subterfuge, whether it's greed or cuteness or helplessness or furriness or whatever? Uh, there's, I'm sure, in, in your own particular bag of, let's call them tricks, not dirty tricks. I don't know that they're dirty. Uh, I'm sure there's one monster that stands out above them all. Message me back. And that's the thing. If you're listening through another podcatcher or distribution method, that's great. iTunes or Google Podcasts, they're great. I use them. They're phenomenal. The one nice thing about Anchor.fm and its app is it allows you to not only favorite a podcast, but then send a 60-second voicemail. You can send a few of them if you need to over to the the broadcaster, and he can get back, and there can be some interaction. So if you're interested, please download that app. I'm not shilling for them. I'm making nothing off them. I haven't even pushed the button to monetize, which they allow. I'm not doing that. I've decided it's not in my wheelhouse. I'm not looking to make money at this. It's fun. It's been awesome. I love the interaction. I also will say that Anchor has done one other thing for me that you other Anchorites may feel the same way about, and that is I have freed myself from the bonds of editing. You know, I've done podcasts in the past, not necessarily gaming-related, and I'm not going to point you in any direction. I think most of them are defunct at this point. But there's always been a distinct level of post-processing where the ums and the ahs and the you knows are pulled out and there's a leveling and noise reduction. I am not doing any of that shit here. I am just ripping them. I'm just going through. Now, that said, uh, this morning I had some audio recording issues, and this is the third time I'm recording this podcast. So, um, yeah, it's been a little frustrating. But it's fine, because now once this segment is done, boom, it's up and out there. And that's what's great. We get to put them out there fast. They're short. They're sweet, unless you extend it to the extent I am today talking about this nonsense. So I'm going to cut it off here. It's Friday. Have a great Friday. Have an awesome weekend. I'm due to game on Sunday. I hope that happens. I hope your games are all awesome ones this weekend, whether you're running or you're playing. And uh, check me out at goblinstomper.blogspot.com. There were a couple new posts this week. If you haven't had time to read, would love for you to read. Would love some feedback on that little world building action i think one of these podcasts got my brain going about that so awesome great guys have an awesome weekend again and game on